0: action pack awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now everything i learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy but the one of plot goes over two of the It's time to get busy with your friends. even it busy.
1: We told you the rules. All oh, the rules. Remember the first one? One. You can't get them wet. But you
0: didn't listen.
1: Two. Don't let them uh, get exposed to bright light, especially sunlight. We made it
0: very clear.
1: And the third one is don't let them... Uh... Three.
0: But you... Uh, got
1: confused. All right, let's go over everything again, all right? We warned you. You them some kind of pet in there? Good dad, <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. <are> you okay?
0: How's your hand? they're back. The Wilder. <laughs> well, it's rather brutal here. We're advising our clients to put everything they've got into the canned food and shotguns. <laughs> Shuffer,
1: and scarier, if these things get out of the building, and that is it for New York. We've just got some, uh, <laughs> they say this is the city
0: that never sleeps. <laughs> now, it has a reason. <laughs> Gremlins 2, the new batch, rocking your way this summer. Check it out
1: one time, won't you?
0: Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. I'm Steve.
1: And I'm Izzy.
0: And this is Everything I Learn from Movies. And welcome to the SoCast Sequel Month. <laughs>
1: it's a Sequel.
0: Yes. Welcome. It's September. Sucker Sequel Month.
1: Yeah.
0: And tonight... We're talking about Gremlins Two: The New Batch in 1990.
1: Um, Uh, A scant 12 years (laughs) after
0: the first one, six or seven. I think it was about six years. (laughs)
1: That
0: sounds about right. Um, But yes, Uh, just a wonderful movie. A lot of a lot of great puppets and stuff in it. That's for sure.
1: Oh yeah, the puppets. Like the first one is, of course, a classic. If you haven't seen it, slap your parents because. They did a terrible job. Um, <laughs> but uh, in this one, the puppets are actually, like, even better. And listening to interviews with people who worked on it, they had a much bigger budget. They got to work with the Frank Oz studio and uh, on the second one, and so they had more to work with. The plot in that, uh, again, having listened to interviews with people who, like, wrote it and all of that, they were trying to make fun of the first one, and people just didn't get it.
0: Yeah. But first,
1: (laughs) before we get into it, I'm feeling a bit hot. That's a
0: little dry.
1: Uh, Let's see. We
0: have have two beers to choose from. Which would you like first?
1: Well, let's go ahead and start with an Esther Vanilla Sout.
0: From our favorite brewery, Elevation 66 in El Cerrito.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness. If you find yourself in mid-Cal... Mid-California, eh, Northern California, they say, but really we're right in the middle. Outside of San Francisco, excuse me, visit Elevation 66. This place has phenomenal beers. They're a little tiny place. They're next... Phenomenal
0: food, too. Phenomenal
1: food, too, yeah. It's awesome. And this is straight up one of my favorite beers of all time. This is the very first beer I ever had going in there. I love dark beers. I, yeah. yeah
0: they just celebrated their fifth anniversary and we had our first date there, Scant, so almost five years ago. We had like yeah, like four years and remember, eight
1: months. Uh, it was in January, I mean, right? Yeah, it was in January. Yeah. So I I it's like four or five months after this year, so yeah. And it's the place where Steve proposed to me. It's true. It's very, Aww. very special things for us. Alright, so now that you've all purged your stomachs, <laughs> uh, get ready to listen to the pop on this beer
0: from our growler.
1: Woo! Growler pop! Yeah. Ooh, and the poor. Mmm. Yeah. Alright. Hopefully you guys got to hear that. If not, there was just some dead air. So this is a pitch black beer because it is a stout. Nice and dark. Mmm, aromas of dark chocolate and coffee for sure. It's got a dark, happy colored head. Yeah, this is a super dark beer. Mhm.
0: Dark indeed. Sorry, I'm still
1: pouring. Here. <laughs> pouring himself the beverage. Yeah. So this cop, this uh, this beer definitely has a little bit of nose of coffee, a little bitterness on the end from the uh, the dark malt, and then a whole bunch of like chocolate, and vanilla up front. And they add yeah. real vanilla extract to this.
0: Yeah, it really smooths it out.
1: A yeah, this beer's about 4%, so it's nothing crazy. Very easy to drink. One of, Like I said, this is one of my favorite beers. When we go, like, if yeah. I don't know what to order, I'll just order this. Yeah, it is go-to, that's yes, for sure. And one of the best parts is they will pour it in an Imperial pint, so that is 18 ounces. Oh. Mm. You want 18 ounces of beer? Yes.
0: Of yeah. course. Of course you do. Why wouldn't you?
1: Right? Alright, honey, so... Gremlins,
0: Gremlins 2. Well, let's start with the, uh, the details. Um, it's uh, from director Joe Dante, who did the original Gremlins. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also in a couple other, uh, uh, we'll say classic movies. Uh, he did The Howling. Uh, he did one of the segments in the Twilight Zone movie. He did Explorers, uh, Inner Space, The Burbs, Matinee, Small Soldiers. And the last one he's done lately is uh, Looney Tunes Back in Action, the Brendan Fraser one about oh, a yeah. decade ago. I have to
1: say, I don't hate any of those movies, because yeah. I love Matinee. I know that's like a weird, quirky little film. I love that movie.
0: Yeah, he seems specialized mostly um, in movies that are kind of border... Uh, like those genre benders, like kids and yes. adults kind of thing. Like a very weird mid-ground where it's like scary to kids, but kind of intriguing to adults, too, just with how weird it is. I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, well, the part of the reason I love those movies because almost those are all the movies that I grew up with. Like, I didn't have the parents who... My parents never said, you can't watch rated R movies, you can't watch any of that. And so I found myself... And, and what I discovered just in myself is that as a kid, I found myself attracted to movies that weren't necessarily super scary, but weren't necessarily just Disney movies. Like, I love Disney movies, don't get me wrong, but, like... As mentioned on this podcast before, my favorite movie of all time, forever, and until now, is Big Trouble in Mobile, China. And yeah, that's
0: fantastic.
1: <laughs> I think every six-year-old should have that as their favorite movie. Oh, absolutely. A little,
0: bit odd. a little dark for a six-year-old, but, I mean, you turned out fine.
1: Perfectly fine and normal.
0: How's your uh, beverage out of your parrot?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I drink from a parrot.
0: <laughs> what of it?
1: <laughs> what of it? A movie that we've yet to review on this movie, or on this podcast, but uh, in John Wayne's The Conqueror, they drink from a ghost. Oh my god, I want that a ghost. <laughs> By the way, if you haven't looked at The Conqueror, pause this right now and Google The Conqueror, feel horribly offended, and then order it on Amazon or if something. John
0: Wayne is Genghis Khan. That should pretty much sum it up <laughs> for you right there.
1: Oh my god. Anyway, we're not talking about
0: the Conqueror. We're <laughs> Wait, talking about Chromos. How it.
1: many How many minutes are we in the podcast? Oh, ready.
0: Eight. <laughs> eight minutes in, and uh, we'll, we know who the director is. That's good. Yeah. Uh, of course, the original movie, you know, about the little. well, I mean the. I guess the uh, trailer kind of fills you all in. It. So yeah. It's the typical little little. Maguire. Uh, Mogwai. Mogwai, That's it. Uh, the three rules. No. Otherwise, they spawn off these horrible demon thieves. And,
1: yeah. yeah. Magways are pure and innocent creatures, but from pure and innocence, of course, comes the <laughs> exactly. And they call it. There you go.
0: Also starring in this movie, uh, we have uh, Zach Gilligan and Phoebe Cates uh, reprising their roles from the original movie, now a little older, as uh, Billy and Kate. Uh, they basically move to the, the big city of New York mm-hmm. uh, for their respective jobs. Uh, Billy is a uh, architect, right? Yes, he's
1: an yeah. architect. He he designs uh, he designs buildings and he is designing things for Mr. Clamp.
0: Clamp Industries. Who is
1: absolutely not Donald Trump Absolutely ooh, a bit. not Donald Trump. I don't
0: know Trump. what you're talking about. And played by the great John Glover. Uh, uh, and I hands down his finest role. It is he just soaks up all of the scenery. He <laughs> takes in the performance. <laughs> he really
1: does. He chews really the scenery up. Oh my god. Uh, I fantastic. want and the thing is, in this movie, I want more of him. Yes. I want a spin-off. <laughs> uh, I want just, like, what... I just I just want what he... I, I just want a spin-off of just him, yeah.
0: Also in this movie, uh, Robert Picardo is uh, Clamp's right-hand man Forster. Uh, you may know him from uh, Star Trek Voyager? What, one of the Star Trek series. I'm not a fake Trekkie. Uh, Christopher Lee of Dr. Catheter. Possibly the most terrifying <laughs> name ever. And of course, you know, Christopher Lee's voice really makes it even more intriguing. Right?
1: Oh my god.
0: Uh, oh, Dick Miller comes back as uh, Murray, who I think is Kate's dad?
1: Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, maybe
0: oh no, it's, oh, their neighbor. it's their neighbor. Yeah, the neighbor. That's it's right. Their neighbor. That's right. The neighbor from the first movie. Uh, John Aston is the janitor at Clamp Industries. Uh Dean Norris from, uh, Breaking Bad is the SWAT SWAT team leader. Howie Mandel is the voice of Gizmo, and, as you may have heard from the preview as well, the voice of Tony Randall as Brain Gremlin. (laughs) Right? (laughs) The super smart man. (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, in this movie, they move to the big city, blah blah blah. Um... I how Gizmo gets into the whole thing. Sorry, it's been a few weeks since we've actually seen the movie. Um, oh,
1: um, so what it is is... Oh, that's right, uh, Michael, the guy's
0: place gets torn down. Yeah, and, so uh, he's
1: back in the curiosity shop, and he's a different TV now, and yeah. the, the the old Asian man is making fun of him for that, and Mr. Clamp wants to demolish the whole area to build his big building. The little
0: condos and stuff, like, and, or the whole yeah. neighborhood or whatever it's <clears throat> called.
1: And he's the last, uh, he's the, la- the last, the, the old Asian man is the last person who won't give up his shop. And they offer him tons of money. He goes, no, 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 I love my curiosity shop. Uh, they drop something in his drink and he mentions he has a heart attack and dies. Yeah. So Gizmo, uh, like, basically runs away as the building's being destroyed because they decided not to remove any of the curiosities. <laughs> yeah. Which I feel like they could have made a couple of, maybe thousand dollars just, like, he sold so, to a
0: pawn shop or whatever that might like, come in and raid the joint. Yeah,
1: yeah, but no. So he ends up in a little garbage can because he's trying to hide from the sun because it'll kill him. And he's so sad, and he wanders into the Clamp building, and eventually wanders into the arms of Billy.
0: Of Billy. And he's like, "Oh, Gizmo, yes, well, what are you doing here?" And he had a little oh, no, actually. That's start right. He well. gets picked
1: up by one of the by the guy in oh, the hey, clone. That, that's and right. Into the genetics lab. I'd the
0: the brother clone twins or whatever. So
1: yeah. so in the movie, there's a heavy set gentleman who's hilarious. I yeah. want more of him too. He's a scientist and his clone, and it turns out in real life they're twins. Yeah. Although when I was watching the movie, I thought it was a guy with like the mirror camera trick. Yeah. No, it turns out they're twins. And yeah, that's pretty good. I couldn't tell <laughs> them apart.
0: Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, but yeah, you get uh, picked up by those guys who work for Doctor Catheter. In the the weird uh, research and development wing of plant <laughs> Industries, and they're uh, basically doing a lot of experiments on animals and trying to figure out like uh, oh, where's everything? like the uh, the sunblock with like like permanent sunblock or whatever.
1: Yeah, they're testing uh, it out on bats. Yeah. To use them as messengers.
0: Yeah, lots of things to do with like spiders and snakes <laughs> and all. Uh, or, like, growing giant organic fruit, stuff like that, just weird stuff with some weird side effects involved, you know, one of those typical, like, mad science stuff, all that my dog took (laughs) off. Right? I'm
1: going to see
0: them until I'm I'm sick of it. It
1: should be right right now. Do it over. Um, Do it as much as you can.
0: But, but, yeah, then eventually... Oh, that's right, The uh, one of the janitors or, or the delivery boys like going through. Uh, I'll about the guy from Training Day, I forget his name. But uh, he hears like, Gizmo like whistling a little tune or whatever, and he comes out whistling it. And Billy's like, oh, hey, where, where did you hear that? Where did you hear that song? Like, I don't know, I'm making a delivery over in that weird science place. And he goes and checks it out, and that's where he finds Gizmo. And Gizmo, what are you
1: doing here? I'll <laughs> <laughs> get <laughs> <Look at> you <laughs> out of here, little buddy. But first, I have a hot date with my new boss. Yeah. Billy, I'm ready to take you out to (laughs) dinner.
0: Yes, that's right. Harley Quinn is his new boss. (laughs) 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 Uh, Maybe, you know, a Jersey lady. Uh, She's kind of cute. Give her that. But she's also a little insane. And like, oh, you got a girlfriend you live in with. Oh, that's cool. We can just have sex. You know, yeah, don't bad, worry. But,
1: I don't mean nothing to you, but I am uh, your boss. You should probably do what I say.
0: Yeah, including you know. And opera I have the
1: sexiest accents of all time. <laughs> oh my
0: god, yes. Ugh, my panties are melting off right now <laughs> as I as I think about the nanny.
1: <laughs> oh my god, it's so exciting. <laughs>
0: uh, ew. <laughs> all right. So real quick,
1: fun fact. In the novelization of uh, Gremlins...
0: Uh, first off, my apologies to anyone who put in New Jersey or Boston. I'm sorry.
1: First off, uh, so in the novelization of Gremlins, the Mogwai are the first stage of the Gremlin life cycle. They're similar to Fur- Furbies. And the most famous Mogwai, of course, is uh, Gizmo. Originally from, uh, they're originally very peace-loving little creatures created by a scientist, Mogwai, on a faraway alien planet. Um, according to the novel, based on the film, the Mogwais were created by an extraterrestrial on an extraterrestrial planet by a plastic scientist named Mogtramen, as in uh, as the ultimate organism, docile, peaceful little powder pests intended to promote peace and good throughout the galaxy as ambassadors of harmony. The Mogwai were created to be able to survive almost any every environment Except and also reproduce very easily. The Mogwai were then sent out to three planets, KLM. and Six in the Peropsi range, uh, Klimpus A in the Beehive polyp, and the third planet of minor sun number 67672, Earth. Due to several of Morganton's miscalculations, though only one in 10,000 Mogwai turned out to be good and affectionate, the others turned out to be malicious and evil. They were burned into the legend of folklore of our ancestors as pixies and goblins of fables gone by.
0: That is the biggest load of BS I've ever heard in my life.
1: That is from gremlinswiki.com.
0: Oh my god, that's a thing. You know what that sounds like to me? Mm -hmm. The original version of Highlander 2.
1: Oh my god, Highlander (laughs) 2 is based on the fan fiction
0: of Gremlins. It did come like a year later.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gremlins fan fiction. Uh.
0: So, yeah, <laughs> that's not mentioned in the movie at all, because... I just thought you I, might like I to know like that. Some, I feel like somebody just wrote that in there just to, like, no, promote No, there's their a novel
1: later. about Gremlins, and it's from that. Well, we'll, we'll,
0: we'll have to save that one for a book club or something. <laughs> <laughs> so By the best, way,
1: if you're interested in joining a book club, I'm seriously thinking about creating one that is based entirely <laughs> off of the cat murder mystery novel genre.
0: Yeah, sounds intriguing. <laughs> and if you're interested, be sure to drop us uh, a message on iTunes and Mobile.
1: Give <laughs> us five stars if you want to join the book club.
0: <laughs> Membership is free as long as you rate us five stars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Membership
0: requires five-star rating. Uh, so yeah, in this movie, he gets Gizmo, but he has to go on a hot date with his boss. Uh, gizmo gets out of the drawer he was stashed in. He crams him in
1: a drawer and then just leaves him. He gets out... He knocks over uh, Billy's watercolors that he was using to make the sketches for uh, future buildings. it pours on him, and the gremlins jump out
0: and there's also John Aston messing with the water fountain and I think
1: that that is it hits one of the gremlins and spawns more gremlins
0: oh okay yeah
1: so the the so the because remember when they first jump out they're mogwaves and then they hit a yeah. the cocoon so they mm. were still mogwaves and then yeah, John Ashton uh, was playing the fountain.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: and basically like melts him down. And this poor little fuzzy creature. No, no, because no, the Dizzy one goes off with Billy and because uh, Billy's girlfriend. Uh, oh Kate yeah, uh, that's
0: right. Picks up B- the goofy B- one, yeah. thinking
1: it's Gizmo. And then when he comes home from his hot date, she's like, I don't know what's wrong with Gizmo. He's like tearing up the apartment. He's super hyper. <laughs> And he was like, <laughs> he was like throwing goldfish in a blender or something. Like, oh my
0: god, shit was getting I got new name for my metal band. <laughs> goldfish in a blender. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's mass confusion and little gremlins running around now, and they
1: yeah, Billy like, really up and
0: torture Gizmo, a little bit, and like they're really
1: horrible to Gizmo. Like it's it. You know with the puppet, it still kind of, like, makes me sad. Oh, come on, guys. Don't be so mean. <laughs> oh, they're, like, holding him over, like, pits and stuff. Like, oh, it's
0: so sad. I was to put him on, like, a little rotisserie or yeah. something. Or, like, a garbage fryer or something. I, yeah.
1: I feel really bad for a little gizmo.
0: So, so basically, what happens there is yeah, they all, like, get wet and eat after midnight, and they'll start multiplying all yeah. over the place. And, and then they, they're
1: all just like cocooning everywhere.
0: And then uh, they get into the uh, the the lab, the the mad science lab or whatever, and get in with mm-hmm. all the chemicals. So
1: and like they start one, drinking all of the all of the concoctions. Yeah,
0: so like they'll turn into like giant bats, and bat and gremlins, and one of them turns into like pure electricity. And one of them turns a giant veggie monster.
1: No, no, he grows veggies on his face, and the other ones yeah. are picking the veggies off his face and eating them. <laughs> uh, one of oh. them turns into a woman.
0: Oh yes, yeah, that's right. Oh uh, my god. The Marilyn
1: Monroe.
0: Uh, there's, there's there's a transgenderish
1: well, so whatever so That's assuming the that gremlins are male. I mean, this one just happens to take on the personality and image of. A, Pamela Anderson?
0: Yeah, a super horny, like, yeah, very Pamela Anderson kind of right. legend. As
1: Dr. Drew would say, a female, female impersonator.
0: Absolutely right. <laughs> I don't know where they, she gets her outfits from, either, but I <laughs> uh, 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 The finale of this movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but we're getting ahead of ourselves. We are.
0: Yeah, so uh, one of them
1: drinks a the brain serum and becomes a critically smart.
0: Yeah, that's the one voiced by Tony Randall.
1: Yes. <laughs> brain.
0: <laughs> They're all of them. dry goods and shotguns.
1: We're just like every other creature. We just want to have a good time and evolve <laughs> and be able to have a society. But unfortunately, our society means we have to get rid of you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty good. A uh, lot of social commentary oh, throughout. Yeah.
1: Uh, they, make, they do so many references back to the first one making fun of it. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> so one of the greatest things about the first movie is why Kate doesn't like Christmas.
1: Which is something you all forgot about. Not one of you knows why Kate doesn't like Christmas. There's not one of you out there. And you've all seen this movie.
0: Now, there's a good two, three, three-minute monologue where she explains it in excruciating detail.
1: And we're going to let you look that up.
0: Yeah, do that on your own time. In this movie, that. they reference the, like, President's Day is coming up or something like that. she's like, well, I don't know. I don't like President's oh, Day.
1: I had a I, horrible I
0: experience.
1: <laughs> and there's like, all right, right this way, honey. There's so much blood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah,
0: yeah, don't, don't get into that whole thing again. We know you, we know you don't like holidays. Oh. Um, yeah. And yeah. stuff. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's just a, a lot of good things in this movie. I mean, the story's kind of ridiculous. and Absolutely. You know, it's all puppets. very, very cartoony throughout.
1: Yeah, um, over-the-top puppetry. One of my favorite things in this entire thing is there's a streaker gremlin. Oh, God, yes. They're all naked. But he's wearing sunglasses and a trench coat, and he runs up in front of Phoebe Cates and then just opens his jacket. Ah. And she kicks him. And it's just one of those things where it's like, they're all naked. (laughs) But (laughs) the fact that the streaker just makes him so dirty. (laughs) (laughs) He might be one of my favorite gremlins.
0: Yeah, I, I remember that one as a kid, too, and asking my mom what it was.
1: <laughs> like, why did you kick him?
0: Uh, be, because he was a mean gremlin, sweetie.
1: <laughs> I believe my dad, just to mess with me, was like, he's a reporter, see so his trench yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's
0: good. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, the real star of this movie, Daniel Clamp.
1: Oh, my God, uh, yes.
0: He uh his buildings being overran with these little monsters and like you know security systems not really doing much other than it does go on like full lockdown so they can't go outside yeah. um,
1: which is good because they can't let the gremlins outside, although the Bat one escapes.:
0: Yeah, the Bat one escapes um, to the where attacks true. Dick Miller true. <laughs> That's pretty cool, too. By the Um, way, watching
1: the making of of that (laughs) scene was great. like, wrestling with a puppet that keeps breaking.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like, wait, 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 cut. We gotta, we gotta reenact it. It was, like, the puppet with, like, a camera on it. (laughs) And I don't know if it's Joe Dante or, like, one of the assistant directors or something, like, attacking Dick Dick Miller, who's this, like, 60-year-old man.
1: (laughs) And they all can't stop laughing. (laughs)
0: Yeah, there's a there's a good little uh, blooper reel on this DVD mm-hmm. uh, if you check it out. Uh, uh, but yeah,
1: Clamp he's so great. And there's a scene where because there's Clamp TV that apparently everyone watches. <laughs> and there's a great scene where they're like, we have to cut, we have to cut. Oh, we totally forgot about the guy with the horror show. So there's Clamp TV. Oh yeah,
0: Grandpa Munster. And Grandpa
1: uh, Munster has like oh um, yeah. yeah, but it's Grandpa Munster. But he has this like a. Uh, show where he's, like, hosting horror movies. Like, apparently this was, like, a big thing in, like, the 60s. Yeah, and seen like, he'd the, reruns the, the brain that guys. ate
0: my baby, or, you know, he...
1: Yeah, and then you have a host who, like, during commercial <laughs> intermissions is, like, ooh, isn't that spooky? Yeah. So he's one of these guys, but all he ever wanted to be was a real reporter. So when the monsters take over, he's still in his, like, Grandpa Munster outfit, but he's, like, we're here live with Brain Gremlin. Oh,
0: and who's his cameraman, sweetie?
1: Who is Cameraman.
0: asian stereotype with a That's camera
1: right. <laughs> asian tourist who wanders away from the you group. know how to
0: operate this camera
1: oh yeah
0: i am a camera
1: he's so good but, but yeah, yeah um so yeah grandpa monster's like broadcasting but anyway there's a scene where they have to go offline because they have to re-divert all of the power in the building to electrocute the gremlins and they go like, "How are you gonna let everybody know we're going off air?" And Clamp's like...
0: Oh, was like, it, "Oh, we finally got the going off the air thi- video." It's like apparently every station has it, but it's like the end of the world video. He's like,
1: I never thought we would have a chance to use this.
0: Uh, it's a and it's like
1: it has like pictures of fields, and he goes, and it's like there's like voiceover, and it's like, "Yeah, but the world is ending. Clans TV is going to have to go off the air." Mm-hmm. Please due to the th-
0: fall of civilization or something like and it's like picture like an American flag and like a bald eagle flying <laughs> and pooping like, up a salmon or something. Please shit. enjoy
1: these last few moments with your loved ones before the end of uh, end of all we know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> before taking over by Druid words.
1: Yeah. Oh it, my it's pretty
0: amazing. And of course he's like standing there watching it like tear in his eye and hand over his heart oh. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, he's he's very like a he first finds out about the sponsors when they like come in uh oh, it, like the like one in his, his office shop his shredder. paper shredder <laughs> and he's ah ah and then someone comes in, Are you okay? He's like, Yeah, I did okay. Um Yeah, what's going on? and then yeah basically after that he's like taking charge and he's like alright here's what we need to do uh, I need to call my buddies and SWAT and uh, get them in here and we'll take care of these guys and
1: well and it's great the scene when uh, so he's in his office the gremlins in there like trying to attack him he crams it in the paper shredder there's green goo everywhere yeah. and as he like finishes putting the thing through the paper shredder Billy and uh, somebody else come running in and they were like monsters have taken over the building da, 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 da. and they were kind of like what happened in here and Clump just goes Things
0: got a little weird. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> like <something> like that. <laughs> and like Green Boy comes <laughs> shooting back up and <laughs> I'm like, ah, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty good little play. I <clears throat> would highly recommend checking it out.
1: Uh, I wouldn't actually call this a suck ass sequel. Yeah, it's one
0: of those movies where it'll pop up on lists of like worst sequels ever. But I also found it on like a couple lists of like best sequels ever too. So <laughs> it's one of those really Either you really love it or you really don't. I think it depends on what you're expecting.
1: So I think what happened with this film is um, when they when they went to make the film, they knew what they were doing and they were making fun of the first one and making fun of the whole genre and yeah. silly things like that. They were going over the top. Yeah. But I think everybody just expected the sequel to Gremlins. Like, yeah. In the same, same vein.
0: Same tone. A same little, universe. A little dark. Yeah. But, you know, like a horror a show you can show your kids. Yeah. But not, whatever. So, not so I think a lot of
1: people were watching <laughs> it and going like, what the hell is going on? What is on Phoebe Kate's head And that yeah. first movie, the most amazing hat? Yeah. But anyway, um, and so I think it's either like, you either, when you watch this film, you either know that it's making fun of the first one in the genre or
0: you don't. Yeah, I can see that. There is one scene in this movie that I think was absolute genius from the moment I saw it when I was nine years old.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, about halfway through the movie, mm-hmm. it, uh, it, I remember in theaters it, it looked like like the reel was getting taken off, and like yes. the gremlins had taken over the projector room or whatever. Like like. Burp, burp, burp. And then you'll hear, <laughs> and you'll see like little shadows, and they're like doing <laughs> shadow puppets with their hands and stuff, and it's all hilarious.
1: And then it cuts to the audience.
0: Yeah, like it cuts to the audience, and there's the, uh, uh like, uh, what are they called, the the bell guys or whatever, the ushers. The, the ushers, ushers. Yes. I was like, I'll take care of the, or, oh, no, no, that's
1: All right. the gremlins are in the front row. Hmm? They're in the studio audience. They are the studio audience. Yeah, they okay. are.
0: I, oh, I'm talking about with, and then the, the mom and the little kid comes storming out of the theater and talking to the usher like this is even worse than the first one. <laughs> 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 I can't watch this. What do you
1: want lady? We yeah. just play the film. Yeah, we we don't them.
0: make them. Well then they take it over the Oh okay. I'll take care of it. And the usher goes in and finds uh, Mr. Hulk Hogan sitting in the audience. He's like hmm? What's going on? And he's like are you guys up there? If you guys I'll uh, <laughs> put that movie back on right now. You're going to get all these 27-inch pythons. And I'm going to rip you apart. And Aww. it's hilarious. And then, sorry folks. we we'll, we'll, won't happen again. And then um, it goes back to the movie right where it left off. And I'm like, that's fucking genius. I love it.
1: So great. Would you like to uh, hear the technical difficulty scene? Oh, yes. All right.
0: Oh wait, is this the end of the world? Part? Oh, we'll find out.
1: Oh no no no! This is the uh, this is the the theater scene.
0: Okay. Flick has a of visual comedy with it, but go on.
1: There is, but you know, I <laughs> Hold on, we're just getting past the advertisers here. Okay. But uh.
0: But yeah, great little flick. Definitely check it out.
1: Definitely. Yeah, you gotta enjoy all of it. I'll do what I want. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Hey, oh, oh. The break is, sir, what happened? What happened? Let the default back. Things.
0: Stop. I tried to go down there. I will never have it. again. some not meant to Here's a problem. The service is trying to come. We all to just tell us where you saw the
1: things. Don't patronize me
0: young man. They're real. I saw them. I know I've seen you. Tell them a minute. It's not a part of three. It's a
1: force of life. You can take it. What's the Taking over. <laughs> so they're making shadow puppets. <laughs> 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 I rambled in.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> noody, noody, noody.
0: <laughs>
1: They're showing a silent film that's naked. an usher walking through the theater
0: Hey, the Hulkster saved us. <laughs> but yeah, that thing's genius.
1: Yeah, it is. And, and
0: uh, the best part is even on like uh, the VHS and DVD versions, they have a similar thing. It's not like the the film getting taken off, but it's like, you know. Yeah. Taken over the DVD kind of thing.
1: <laughs> so
0: good. Are you thirsty?
1: Uh, I am.
0: Because we have a very special selection from Belching mm-hmm. Beaver Brewery. <laughs> Oh no, Oceanside. Oceanside, California. Uh, It is their peanut butter milk stout. Ooh. Flavor.
1: We picked picked Belching Beaver because there is a character in Gremlins. (laughs) Uh, One of the Gremlins does not stop belching, and he's pretty great.
0: (laughs) So here's us popping the the top if we did belch ourselves. Mm
1: -hmm. That's a podcast attention. and or so this this is also a pitch black beer nice and dark got a uh a dark khaki colored head that uh, actually dissipates pretty quickly Mm. Mm. it smells like peanut butter and it smells kind of like dark chocolate like kind of a little bit bitter see i'm going to go ahead and take a taste Yeah, not a lot of peanut butter on this one, but a lot of dark chocolate. Dark chocolate is the overwhelming flavor, but very delightful. Like, there's a little bit of peanut butter there, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's a good tasty little beer. It will, um, full
0: flavor. Yeah, you have a little bit of peanut butter, but yeah, it's mostly like chocolate. Mm-hmm. and a little worse chocolate stuff, but... Yeah. Most you have the most intimate, but probably the most out portion
1: of it. Yeah. Of lactose and stuff,
0: but, uh yeah, pretty good and enjoyable. All
1: right.
0: All right, who's ready for fun fact? By oh, the way, you may okay. have noticed we didn't tell you the uh, the ending of the movie. We want you to figure that one out for yourself.
1: Do grown take over the world? Okay. Find out when you watch the film.
0: Yes. Uh, so Chuck Jones, legendary uh, animator and stuff with Warner mm-hmm. Brothers, yeah. uh, he was lured out of retirement to do the uh, cartoon segment on this movie, the one with Bugs and uh, oh, Daffy Duck and nice. Yeah, so that's... Pretty cool about this
1: movie. Yeah, it is. I love
0: Chuck Joe. Um, At one point, uh, the SWAT leader, played by uh, Dean Norris, uh, was going to be like Wiley Coyote to the Gremlins. uh, And, you know, just be like he he would go in and they'd constantly shoot him out of a rocket or whatever, just like launch him out of the building or something. Mm -hmm. And their first choice uh, for actor to be that role uh, would have been Charles Napier. Ooh. Better known as the voice of Duke Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> From The Critic. Uh, uh, he was also in like uh, Rambo and a couple others, but he's got the very deep voice. And,
1: <laughs> I have, uh, there's no one left to envy. All
0: hail Duke. Duke is life.
1: <laughs> I have no one left to envy. I envy you for having me to envy.
0: <laughs> My God, The Critic is probably the greatest show ever
1: made. If uh, you have not seen The Critic... You need to turn the podcast off and go watch every episode, and all of our jokes will be instantly funnier.
0: It's true. Uh, And it'll only take about seven hours, because it only lasted about 22 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, I've watched them all in a day many times.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I keep telling him we need to do another podcast that is a nothing but critic episode. Uh,
0: This movie didn't do very well at the box office, Mm
1: -hmm. uh,
0: but that's mostly attributed to the fact that it opened the same weekend as Dick Tracy. Ooh. Um, so that the People got, were
1: just tired of bad movies?
0: Dick Tracy is okay. Yeah, well, that may come up on the podcast on a later date. Ooh, that could be part of our uh, movies set in the 30s and 40s <laughs> superhero. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. <laughs> There's so many of those to choose from uh. and they're all pretty horrible. <laughs> that
1: sounds
0: um, pretty great. All right. Um And uh, as I mentioned before, um, there was uh, Empire Magazine 2009. They had a 50 greatest movie sequels, and this was number 33. Like, mm. But also, there's also plenty of lists online and stuff. Well, like I said, it has the greatest movie sequels or the worst movie sequels, and that's why I kind of want to do this one, because I haven't seen it in a while, and I wanted to yeah. kind of go with it. I would say oh,
1: Great. I put on the Great list. I had a lot of fun with this movie. Yeah.
0: It's it, it's fun. It's, mm-hmm. It I mean you know it it's, it it's basically like a live action cartoon. I really enjoyed it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I yeah. I would if I would show this to my kids. I would sit down and watch this. Once again, I would watch this four or five times instead of have instead of having to watch uh, the Brave Old Toaster Coast of to Mars mm-hmm. or Blues Brothers Two Thousand again. Absolutely.
0: So yeah, what can we learn from this movie? Mm.
1: I learned from this movie is that you don't have to have genitalia to be a streaker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> I learned that Daniel Clamp is most definitely not running for president right now.
1: Not even a little bit. He doesn't even talk about it at the end of the film. Nope. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. I don't know why you would say that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, let <laughs> see. What else did we learn? Um... I learned apparently Mogwai are from a different planet, and they were sent to three planets, including KRS-1 or KLM-6 <laughs> or whatever reason it was.
1: KQED. Something
0: from the Beehive Nebula. I don't know. Um, apparently there's a whole backstory to Mogwai based around uh, Dianetics. And
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there are people under the ice, and as global warming warms up, they're becoming released.
0: How oh, dare you mock my mother's movies like
1: that? <laughs> By the way, what? if anybody has any information about the people under the ice, <laughs> please contact our Facebook page because I am incredibly curious and nobody can give me a straight answer on this. <laughs> I'm not even joking.
0: Mm, we'll have to have a chat with certain people. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, suck-ass sequel month.
1: <laughs>
0: this one actually wasn't that suck ass. No. But we got plenty more oh. coming later.
1: Oh my god, there's so many bad sequels. But <laughs> <laughs> there's so yeah, sequels. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so until next time, I'm
1: Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From, from Movies. Movie.
0: Have a good night, everybody.
1: Good night, everybody. I envy you for having me to envy.
0: All hail Duke. Duke Duke is is live.